Welcome back to Inside Flex. This is our audio podcast, a weekly discussion podcast where we talk everything in the world of movies and television. We are the movie bros. I think we established <laughs> that last week that we love that title. No, I hate it. <laughs> we are the movie bros. No. You've been trying to establish that title for <laughs> years. And me and Rich always refuse. All right. So the my success name is with the new Mario movies. Never gonna, it's not going to change that. Yeah, I know. Mo- everyone likes bros now. So movie bros <laughs> or super, mo- no. mo- super movie bros that we are. So my name is Mike. Like always, I'm here with Richard and Raymond. And we, what we do, we get together. We talk about movies. We talk about TV. We talk about things that we enjoy and th- things we watched uh, this episode, we're going to talk about some, this is a free forum episode. We're just going to talk about some of the things we have read online. Uh, there's a couple things we have seen. We'll maybe talk about those too, but let's get into some, uh, headlines, really quick headlines. Uh, Rich, do you like Netflix? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> do you like the fact that you get your DVDs by the mail? You mean I used to? Well, you said used to. Oh, that you're yeah. correct because they have shut down the DVD. I, which I, I'm shocked that they still did this, but they have officially shut down the DVD by mail business. They used to, uh, you know, back in the <laughs> they day, probably, they probably did, but they, they, they no, probably uh, <laughs> decided to not send any more. Uh, you know, it's time for you to bring send those letters, uh, those DVDs, those letters saying that, yeah, it's time for you to return those DVDs. You know, yeah, that you you've had for three years. <laughs> So it's the the DVD by mail business is over for Netflix. They're now exclusively streaming, and I guess they just announced that. Rich, talk about the early days of Netflix. Well, getting a DVD. You mentioned you used to hold a DVD, a Netflix DVD, for months. It's well, a, no, no, I would no. I think oh. I had like a season three of The Wire on my TV for like <laughs> at least six months. I'm saying I'm going to get that. I shouldn't. I'm not going to return it. I'm going to get that. I'm going to watch uh-huh. that, and I never did. And eventually, I, I send it back. But I mean, that's what the thing is. Like <laughs> in the in the world of streaming, or the world of like you know apps and stuff, because this is you know Netflix was established before apps. That you that you could, you know, kind of the joke is that you have all you have this long list on your queue or your your waiting to watch list. But back in the day, in the early days of Netflix, you would have like, you know, random DVDs that you were like, I'm going to, I want to watch that. I'm going to watch that. I'm not going to return it. And then six months later, you would end up returning it and not watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I missed that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. we, we, we just the nostalgia, but I miss those days. I remember we, you subscribed to an um, a Asian outlet so we could get um, international releases. Yeah, I can't remember that. You know, I was thinking about that the other day because mm-hmm. I can't. I can't we, remember. I the, think you 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 like rented Old Boy or stuff like that. You know, back a lot of Korean stuff. Like b- during the Korean wave of two thousand five or two thousand three mm-hmm. four, I was uh there was see the thing is about Netflix there was only American movies or U.S. released movies, and I had a Region Zero player. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was one you could get like a cheap player in in target and then just hit the you know the code in the in the remote oh, yeah, that's what it was yeah region zero or whatever just you, switch it to zero yeah you hit the code in the remote and it just opens or unlocks the the, the code mm-hmm. wow but um before i got uh before i signed up for netflix i was signed up to an, another 
DVD mailing subscription service. It was a local, or I mean, locally in America, company mm-hmm. that it would take forever. I remember that because like, yeah, it was only like maybe five people working there or something. Because mm-hmm. you would watch him, I would watch a movie, and it, and I and maybe this was better because. I knew that it was going to take a long time for me to get the next movie. So I go, as soon as I got that movie, I went right away, watched it. And the next day, put it in the mail. And it would take literally a whole week for it to fly, you know, to mail it back and mail me a new movie on my list. Right. And where Netflix, the the great kind of invention of Netflix is like, it was really the kind of the next day mailing system that they got. Like he could I remember in. Blockbuster also started doing their their mail in service to com- try to compete with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it never really worked out. No, never I mean, worked. by the time they 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 started, it was just too late for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and then like, um, uh, what's gonna call it? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Netflix also did this, but I don't know. Uh, Best Buy uh, started renting video games, and I think that was big for them. And I think, and then, yeah. then GameFly started. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, games was a the the other big test and that's that's the one that really helped out because also uh well we're ruining games now is that you have to like download them onto your hard drive and it takes like a full day to download it. Oh shit, really? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about that. I don't play games video games no more, but mm-mm. yeah. I mean these are the times that, that um also that uh direct TV and uh dish network or is always on the rise too. Yeah. And uh, um, DVRs themselves—they're they're getting more, more and more popular. So, yeah, I mean, those were getting popular, and then, and then eventually, the internet just took off. The internet itself got faster and faster, so and it, it, it just took over all those businesses. Yeah, exactly. And, and there was no streaming. need for those things. Yeah, streaming was the future. And yeah, so I remember like there were so there were like different uh, models of DVRs for Directv. There was like the simple <laughs> DVR machine, and then you you know for an extra two hundred bucks, you get the Super Max with a big ass hard drive. Yeah, and like, uh, but when streaming happened, you don't need to you don't need all that equipment no more. You don't even need the whole you know the whole idea. I mean, everything was stored on the cloud. Everything was available on your fingertips, and so it changed everything. Anyway, DVDs are gone. From Netflix. There you go. How is this news? <laughs> no, it was, was it, it, just they, they announced that it was officially over with the DVD. We, we've spent way too much time on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. Yeah, like Rich said, this isn't even news. Okay. <laughs> well, Rich, you found something that you you, you want to talk about? You, some some news uh, items there you got. Bring up. Bring well, them up. Go ahead. Bring them up. Well, okay. How about this? Uh, uh, during press for um, uh, the Citadel, the new Prime uh, series from uh, Joe and Anthony Russo, mm-hmm. um, they were asked about the, uh, the, the the project that's been sitting for the longest time, Battle of the Planets, the 1970s animated series, and what's the process that's going through? About how 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 far off are we waiting for that one to to arrive? And they asked. Um, of course, they say it's coming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no new uh, milestones have been met recently. They are putting a lot of creative energy into not just the first project by the uh, but they are planning on creating. Oh, I, I, I didn't realize that they they had the rights to that. Now this is the Gachima kind of um, franchise. Battle Got- of Planets, you know. Right. The, this is an anime. This is old school anime, seventies anime. 
where they had a TV series that Richard used to watch all the time. Mm-hmm. It was the I think it's known as Gachima, but you know, Battle of the Planets over here in the states. Uh, oh, it was, G- okay, it was okay. like it was, it was basically G Force, right? Is this G Force? Yeah, G Force. I didn't realize that the, the Russo brothers had the 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 rights to it or whatever. Or were working on a on a. No, they and, announced it on Comic Con years ago. Uh-huh. Well, t- t- tell me about watching G Force and Battle or Battle of the Planets uh, back in the day, because you're a little bit older than us. Well, I, I like the I barely, art. I, 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 barely, I barely remember it in the in TV on TV. But tell us about like what channel was it? Will be? <laughs> I mean, how would you watch the movie? I, mean, I don't remember serious. if it was 13 or 5 mm-hmm. or maybe even 9, but I think it was channel 13. It was local channels? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, was, it was just like, you know, it's it similar to Robotech, you know, that time, stuff like that. It was before well, this Robotech. Is, this is more kind of oh, like yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Speed Racer time. Yeah, yeah they have this, uh, certain elements that, that, are, that are taken from like Voltron or, and also um, mm-hmm. uh, Batman and Robin. They all have capes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a family of uh, a bird, of five bird-like bird people yeah. or suits, bird-like suits. Yeah, and they 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 pile on each other to make like some kind of uh, um uh, super um like tornado kind of thing. That I don't know what it was. I barely remember it. I just like I like that that they uh, had throwing stars kind of things. Also, mm-hmm. that's what I remember the most. <laughs> that was your kind of first introduction to anime, right? Yeah, because it had it had also a little, like a early John Byrne like um, look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the seventies anime are the best years style wise. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the new anime look. It looked mm-hmm. kind of phony, or I don't know. I guess it's okay, but there's something there was something to the seventies that kind of yeah maybe a little more comic comic book like. But yeah, I was actually just about to say that. Um... I feel like the kind of 70s anime had a bit more of a kind of, I think feel like all the animation in that time kind of had a, a very similar look to it. Like, I think anime back then looked kind of looked like Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. Like Hanna-Barbera, and there was a comic book artist who, his name is Alex Toth. I believe it was named Alex Toth. And he did all the kind of the concept art of Hanna-Barbera. He did the space, um, space ghosts. And all those guys, you know, um, mm-hmm. humanoids and, and, or who else I'm thinking of, Bridge. Uh, one uh, I really liked was, it was like a Batman ripoff with a dog. That was Space Ghost, right? No, no, no. It was not. Uh, Wonder, Wonder Twins? No, it was. Um, well, to go back to yeah. Alex Toff, Alex Toff was like kind of legendary comic book artist who on the side would do like uh, character designs and he would do like. These really great kind of, I mean, basically all the designs oh. of Hanna Barbera was based on his illustrations, and he's kind of a legend in 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 that, and that's why I think that's why those shows look so great, and you know Johnny Quest, you know, um, yeah, yeah he, the one I like, the one I like was called Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Huh. It was like a Batman ripoff with Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, um, those characters were in that recent uh, Batman or not Batman. Uh, Scooby-Doo movie that was on HBO Max. Oh, oh, okay. What was it? The the one with Will Forte as Shaggy? Okay. It was the one that like had a simultane- simultaneously um, HBO Max and theatrical release. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was supposed about. to be a big franchise. It was supposed to be a big franchise for for Warner Brothers, and it backfired. How we got here? I forgot. What was uh, what led us to this? Oh, the look. Oh, it's the look of the look of these shows. Yeah, I don't know. There was something about '70s cartoons, and maybe because it was the limitation of '70s cartoons, you know, it, it became in a lot of ways the the way animations was drawn back then was kind of like the puppets. You know, they would just use the mouth. You know, they would just animate the mouth part, and everything kind of stayed still. I mean, Hanna Barbera was known for having the same background in every shot, and or moving the shot from left so you, to right. So you're, so you're saying you think animation should go back then? I think mm-hmm. there's a like certain simplicity that works, and when you don't have like certain complex uh, techniques then you just rely on the style more or you have to rely on style more. And I think that's what's missing with modern day animation. Uh, you know, like kind of like what's, you yeah, know, I think the box office for super Mario brothers would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, the super Mario brothers is just a kind of, I, I, I still don't get what is the main appeal of super Mario brothers other than it's just a pop of the brand. It's a, it, it's it's a it's a ninety minute commercial for for the for the games mm-hmm. and it brings the games to life. I mean, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, it 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 just shows how big the fan base for Nintendo really was this whole time. Yeah, and yeah. how much they really wanted this ninety minute commercial. Um, and look, I'm not even insulting the movie by calling it a ninety minute commercial because I liked it and I actually I I look forward to watching it again when it comes out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but you were telling us before we recorded what? that you're not that biggest fan of Illumination, the studio behind no. it. No, and I hate Illumination. You hate Illumination. Yeah. But don't you like the fact that they didn't rely on the wokeness? <laughs> As a lot <laughs> well, of people. You know, a, it's, it's kind of funny. I don't know if it's true. There's a story going around that, um, that Illumination actually wanted the movie to be super woke. And that originally uh, Peach was going to be like the main star of the movie and, and uh, she was going to constantly be saving Mario and Mario was oh. going to be like this like kind of joke, butt of the joke failure throughout uh-huh. the whole movie. And um, Nintendo, I guess, supposedly was like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's true. Like personally, I think uh, the movie kind of did that a little bit in the beginning and then Mario kind of became a hero as the movie went on, which mm-hmm. is, makes sense. Uh, but <laughs> it's it's a funny story. It's been going around. But uh, regardless, I, I I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I, I was just making fun of the people who are anti Disney and are like kind of saying that the success of Super Mario Brothers is because it it does exactly what Disney is not doing, or it, it's the op- totally opposite of what Disney is doing right now. And I don't know. I I, I think it's it's crazy because you can make the argument for either one. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. Right? And the real, tr- the real truth is that the, the Super Mario Bros. movie is probably the most prime example of like the most corporate, like commercial movie ever. Mm-hmm. And that's why it worked. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's a McDonald's Happy Meal. You know? Yeah, I think what people didn't, don't realize is that as much as we give praise to like movies with, you know, great plot, great, you know, great characters and, you know, complex mythos and, 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 you know, the hero's journey and stuff like that. But most of, most of America, most of people in the, around the world just kind of like dumb stuff, you know, Amen. big brain, big bang theory was number one for a lot of years. And I, I don't think anyone's saying that that was great comedy. 
It was just kind of dumb comedy, you know, like people just like, like dumb shit, you know? And I think, I think, it, uh, uh, Lumen, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you could put something like big bang theory in theaters now and you know, it would be a hit well, you know, made yeah. for TV, but, yeah. uh, um, but maybe TV is, I mean, maybe movies are turning into TV, you know, like it's, it's a lot more kind of like milk toast and you don't need to have, well, I mean, for a while, I mean, even when even with the superhero boom, you know, going to the movies was like basically just watching like a a, a more kind of like expensive or just like a more kind of uh uh like amusement park ride <laughs> of, of of experience and what you would get on on TV. And I think Mario still kind of fits in that. You know, it's definitely an amusement park movie. Martin Scorsese would call it an amusement park. <laughs> yeah, you'd be right. I mean, it's funny because like he's coming out with his new movie, The Flowers of Flowers, which is going to bomb. I mean, it's, we just uh, <laughs> we just read recently it's going to be like three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, it's going to bomb. Flowers of the New Moon is that what it is? Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> I remember when that story came out that he was working on it, and it's a great story about how. This, I mean, tragic story, really, about how this uh, community of Indian Americans or indigenous Americans, or indigenous Indians in America, who were kind of driven out of their uh, out of their homeland and found a place in Oklahoma where the dirt and soil was like nowhere was growing. It was like just horrendous soil that there were no fields, you know, no flowers were growing from this from this these soil. And they were saying to themselves, finally, we found a place where no one's going to bitch about us. Mm. And so they found this place in Oklahoma. And lo and behold, in this soil that no one wanted, came oil. And Mm -hmm. instantaneously became the richest community in Oklahoma, in the world, really. Because they they just struck gold with the oil. And and what you found in real life, what happened in real life, was like all the white people around them start killing them off slowly one by one to a point where the FBI had to get involved and it was this massacre that, that happened. And so it's a, it's a brilliant story and I hope it's going to be good. I mean, I know it's, it's three hours, it's three hours and 30 minutes. That's a epic take, but I think it's, I mean, if it's done it, right, it's probably, it's probably going to be a great movie, but I mean, Martin Scorsese movies, unfortunately, they, they're only getting put in theaters now just to make them happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has this, Leo. This it has Leo, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and I think that's also a plus. And, and yeah, and his last one had you know Robert De Niro and you know Joe Pesci and Al Pacino, and yeah. it, it's still you know it was good. I, I like the Irishman a lot, mm-hmm. but you know, it, I think De Niro's in this one too. Did it right? to be? Did it need to be put in theaters for like a week or whatever? Oh, the Irishman. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think that's a thing. I think there's, there's I, mean, I think it's going to be the same case with this. Even if we watch the movie and we're like, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is cinematic. This mm-hmm. is something, you know, that would have been a huge success back in the nineties or whatever. We're not in the nineties. Do you think like the theater experience is just for more movies like super Mario brothers where they're, they're just two hour commercials for a, a product. Not necessarily. I think movie. I I think movies like you know like well, that Martin Scorsese movie we we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You can still do that. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it at Martin Scorsese budgets. Oh, I see. So 
And look, I'm not even com- I'm not even trying to complain because I think Martin Scorsese movies are super entertaining and big part of because of the budget he go he uses and he's handled. Same with you know Spielberg. I mm-hmm. think you know because you know I complain about a lot of dramas we watch. Like recently, you know Tetris or whatever. <laughs> you know, felt so it's it felt so cheap. You know yeah. what I mean? That's a movie that I would love to see have you know a budget that you know some of these you know iconic filmmakers get to work with because you know, so a lot of these you know dramas would really benefit from something like that but um you know it's it's still you know it's not there's not an audience for it there's not that big of an audience for it and that, that's that's what i was saying and they don't they don't have that um the draw anymore that you know filmmakers like quentin tarantino have well that's inter- interesting yeah i don't think there's it's funny because, like the the when we think of filmmakers, when we think of personalities, the filmmaker personality that it really only ends in, in the nineties. Uh, the latest film, even something like Ari Aster, uh, he doesn't have a big following. I mean, to the point where no. it's a massive appeal. Mass, you know, he's he, he's appealing to the masses, like something like no. Quentin Tarantino did. So it, there's a limit a limitation to some of these personalities. Like who's the uh, uh, ba- Babylon? Uh, uh, Damien Chazelle. I mean, obviously that well, movie. Well, I also I I tried to. We talked about this like behind the scenes before, but I don't think Damien Chazelle has really kind of become a name yet. I don't think people know him yet. Like I'm sure a lot of people would actually be surprised to know that the person I made Whiplash is the same person I made La La Land. Mm. Do you think Ari Aster has a bigger I name? think people at least, I think at least, you know, when an Ari Aster movie comes out, they put his name on it and mm-hmm. people can, I think the people that watch his movies know, you know, know his movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it gets more, it gets more difficult. Like once, you know, a movie goes out to a bigger, bigger audience, unless if, you know, it's, it's something like, Lord of the Rings, because I think I think most people that watch Lord of the Rings associate that with Peter Jackson. Yeah, who was who are some of like the big name directors of the last fifteen years? Rich, Rich, let me get your thoughts. Well, I remember you showing me a movie probably like five, six years ago, maybe longer, um, from this one guy out of nowhere that I never heard, I never saw, I never heard the movie uh, or or seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. You said we're we're going to watch this mm-hmm. called mommy. Oh yeah. And then and it's, uh, it was directed by a, a literally a kid named Xavier Dolan. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that movie blew me away. And you told me that he was only like, he was probably like 18 or 30 at that time. No, or like that. At that time, like probably 23 or 24 or something. Oh, like that. Okay. But he did but like, still. He, he did like, this is mommy was like his fifth movie. And like, yeah, and he was only like 23 or something like that. It's like, he was like, he did a movie every year of his life since 18 or something. And, yeah, and, and very tough topics. Like, I mean, he did also a movie many years before that, uh, Lawrence anyways, like dealt with like the whole, like, um, the what, trans, what, with a trans character, the yeah. lead trans character. And this was, you know, 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah. 15 years ago. I mean, way before, you know, Hollywood started to try to milk it. <laughs> yeah. And he, that was when, after watching that film, uh, I was going, man, this guy's the next Spielberg or, or something. I mean, this is, this guy's big, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, it, what I'm watching here is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, where where did all that passion go? Yeah, where where did that passion go? Where that 
what happened? Well, I mean, I think well, so. I think it, there's just not an audience for it, unfortunately. Cause I, I mean, he did, he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. And, um, but I just don't, I mean, no one even knows mommy. Right. And I, unfortunately I think, you know, ah, it's, there's just no, there's just no more business for that type of films. I hate to say it. Well, those type of films. Yeah. I, I think definitely there's, certain personalities in genre. I mean, Jordan Peele comes up. I think James Wong comes up. And I think when you think of genre, maybe even radio silence, those guys, you know, with their, the success of screen screen yeah. films, the new, the latest screen films. Sure. Uh, uh, they just announced that he, they're working with M- Melissa Bar- Barrera again for this uh, secret monster movie uh, for universal. So so they're 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 coming up. So I think when you're, you're dealing with genre, you get some certain personalities. But when you're dealing with just like kind of human, humanistic dramas, people were dealing with with real kind of human issues. Those are kind of gone. <laughs> those are yeah. what you what you need to do is you need to have a filmmaker that comes out and makes you know a big splash with some sort of and this is this is weird, right? But with some sort of like genre movie that really, you know, captures audiences and becomes a hit and captured and, you know, gets great reviews and all that. And then have him transition to, you know, doing more dramatic films. <laughs> I think that could work because, I mean, that's I mean, look at Christopher Nolan, right? I mean, everyone loves him because of Batman. I mean, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves him because of Batman. Yeah. And now, you know, he, he does whatever he wants and people just will go and support it and watch it because it's, it's Christopher Nolan. And Oppenheimer is going to be the real test, right? You know, if that's a yeah. massive success, yeah, if that's a massive success. And, you know, people, people love Nolan. People just really love him and we'll give him a shot no matter what. And, um, I think it's really just because of Batman. I don't, I don't <laughs> even think a lot of people, I don't even think a lot of those people like know Memento. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're right. I think you're right. And another guy that I know all of us are hoping that it's going to go the right direction is, uh, Michael Sarnowski, the director of Pig, mm-hmm. was doing uh, the the Quiet Place um, spinoff uh, prequel, spinoff, spin-off yeah, maybe a prequel spinoff. I don't know, or side sequel. I think it's side yeah. sequel, or something like that. I don't yeah. know. And some, someone that I really had no uh, 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 idea. I, I mean, we used to be a fan of his, but for different uh, Jason uh, Man, no. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 for a different for a different me- medium. What yes. Was, just what is it? What, who's it? Dan becomes a man. Um. Oh, Dan Trackenberg. Dan Trackenberg. <laughs> yeah, we were big Who fans was- of his podcast or video cast or whatever. Um, the, what was it called? Um, a, a totally rad show. Totally rad show. That's right. Uh-huh. Which is, did I, was that before YouTube or before the popularity of YouTube? There because there was YouTube, but it, it was it wasn't was, as big wasn't as, as it is yeah. now. No. No. Because they were they weren't famous for being YouTube stars. They were just famous for having this podcast, video podcast, a video podcast. Yeah. So uh, it was him. It was Alex Albright and Jeff Kanata. Yeah. Right. And you know, I look back at that time. So that what what is that? Like early two thousand tens, maybe late two thousands. Oh, earlier, earlier, earlier maybe two thousand eight, yeah. maybe. And I look at that well, time, and I, and I, I go, man, that was such a kind of. 
you know, everyone says like when you look back at the 80s and 90s, I think if you look back at the, in like early 2000s or, you know, early 2010s, that was maybe even even simpler times. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a, still a sense of optimism in that time because the internet was just new. There was new avenues. People were thinking that you could make a, a business online. And nowadays it's just very dark. <laughs> it's very like pessimistic. Uh, it's so, you know, like the internet, you know, back then the internet was a good place. Now, now we think the internet, it's like an evil, despicable cesspool of shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, I remember, I remember he, he posted up the, his, his short film portal, which was a, a homage to, Alex, a, I guess, a video oh, game. Oh, no, no, David. Yeah. David. Trackenberg, yeah, Dan yeah. Trackenberg, yeah. Dan Trackenberg, Dan Trackenberg. And I go, yeah, and I go, and, and I knew he was going to some kind of a, uh, he, he was working with um, some kind of a, a, you know, a director's um, agency kind of thing, mm-hmm. commercials, and, doing commercials yeah, or something, and and then I heard that he got, you know, he was going to finally direct Ten Cloverfield Lane. I wasn't expecting much at all. <laughs> And I was, you know, <laughs> and you were. A fan. I was going, who, who is this guy? Why, why, you know, where did this guy come from? And then was he in charge before that, right? Yeah, he did some uh, charts. That, yeah. that portal, portal, and that's oh, the first okay. thing. I and saw. he did. And, I think he did some of the directing on the on the video on the Totally Rad show, right? So no, not really. No, if he, if he did, it was very, very little. I mean, there was somebody else that that directed their shows. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they had a couple. And, Interns are probably. I don't remember the portal sh- uh, short at all. I remember uh, definitely watching it because of the popularity of the video game and stuff, but I don't remember it at all. Was it was it good or? Eh, it was uh, fine. It was fine. Uh, it was. Typical. I mean, he had been working with a very small, minuscule budget. I imagine, yeah, yeah, right? it's typical short. I but mean, it you know, typical. it's funny. It's funny. How long was it? Oh, maybe like ten minutes. minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, back then it was kind of if you had if you could string together a couple of scenes and use kind of free software you could make a decent enough of, of, a, of a calling card which that was for him yeah Trackenberg has now directed two critic not just critically acclaimed films but two kind of well-received semi-successful yeah, yeah semi-successful films that he and also directed the first episode of the boys you know he has a, a, a promising tv career too and you know he's and a, he, for, and for he years did, he was connected to uncharted and and uh mm-hmm. And but also, like you know, it it's, it's pretty pretty significant that he arguably made the best Predator film since the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been, there's been a lot of Predator movies, uh-huh. and you've had a lot of you know big people you know um, step in there and you know try try to save the franchise, and it always resulted in another reboot. Rich, do you you found any other? Um news items you want to talk about no nah, that's all right i mean let's just do the Jonathan majors and uh well uh, let's talk about the paramount plus real quick they announced a couple of things uh that um just today oh just, yeah galaxy quest galaxy quest tv series is uh is i guess giving a green light do, i mean i don't know is i mean i like galaxy quest a lot and it's such yeah. a favorite mm-hmm. of a lot of people it's a cult movie. Yeah. Didn't, it was not a big box office hit, but it has grown to be one or one of the most kind of beloved science fiction comedies. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a spoof on Star Trek. Uh, I don't know if they they should make it into a TV series. I don't know if this is a good idea, but it makes sense. I mean, uh, as well, does it make sense? Yeah, it, it makes. Well, well I, I, you the, know, you know the, that's true. Have they have they have they pitched a, a plot or a premise or? Well, like, do we um, know what this is about? 
I remember seeing the documentary that was released not too long ago mm-hmm. about yeah. the Galaxy Quest, the you know the, the success of it or whatever, the franchise, and, the fandom behind and, it, and that they were so close to making a sequel, uh, but then uh, of course you know we lost um, Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was you know I mean it was always in the works that they were they were they, that they everyone gelled so much that they wanted to continue it on no uh, you know no matter okay, what so they, they have a story. Yeah, they, so they were all. I mean, you, yeah, the um, the the writers and the, and the director um, always. I'm not sure if the director was involved still, but the writers themselves mm-hmm. and the producers were always um, was always uh, you know in, um, in talks. Felt that they, they could do, they could keep on going. Now, how about if this is going to be a, just a straight out remake? Um, it, it most likely is. Mm-hmm. But what I'm upset about. That everybody who picked up the story, no one has brought up the Orville. Mm. The Orville is basically Galaxy Quest. You know, is the show that, that that they should continue on. So that, that's 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 the Orville is, is basically Galaxy Quest. What, what, what you know, that's this that's that this show, the Orville, is as good as you could do with with Galaxy Quest. How how is Galaxy Quest like the Orville? Isn't to me, to me Galaxy Quest is like a movie about like the these these No, 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 I'm right? saying the humor and all that. that, that I mean, the, the, oh, okay, what, okay. And, yeah. and the Star yeah, Trek I mean, kind of relationship too. Yeah. 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 So this Galaxy Quest it's going to be a series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's the only difference that they they they're, they're seeing. So so if, that, if if it's a series, I think they're going to be a relaunch. Well, they could do they could do a sequel to it. Um it as a mini series, it's just unfortunately in my head, even though Galaxy Quest I think probably has more potential with just the 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 all the places you could go with this world. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I feel that this is going to be like another uh, MacGruber two. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a really because like, I I don't think it's going to be a reboot. I think they're actually going to bring back their original cast, and I think they're gonna they're gonna try to do that sequel. But I think they're going to try to do it as a series when it should be a movie. Mm. And I think it, they're gonna they're gonna ruin it. But I, I'm not a huge fan of the original Galaxy Quest like you guys. I like it, but I, I don't love it. So. I don't really care. <laughs> what? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I think that movie like I. I would have liked it if I was a little older back then. Mm-hmm. But um, what's the last time you saw it? Galaxy Quest, like ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago. I, I think. Well, I think to to really appreciate Gal- what Galaxy Quest was, I think you need to know a little bit of the history of Star Trek because a lot of it was playing off of this the kind of yeah, which is exactly what makes me think like, what's the point in even bringing this back? Well, it is Paramount, and it you know Paramount does just you know speaking of Star Trek, they just greenlit also a, a new Star Trek film with Michelle Yeoh, Oscar written recent Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh, who's going to come back with her character who, and she, produce. Oh, she's producing it too. I forgot she was on one of those shows. She was on um, uh, Discovery. Discovery. And so, and there was always talks about this movie, or actually, I thought it was a spinoff. A, it was supposed to be a spinoff TV series. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be a movie. And but, not because of everything ever were all at once. They're like, oh, we got to do this. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And I guess so. I guess so. And uh, um, so there is a kind of connection with, with Galaxy Quest being on the same network or the same streaming uh, site as um, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to really appreciate what Galaxy Quest original film is, you got to know a little bit about how 
much the cast hated each other. I guess we kind of we kind of know that. Like Will, Will uh, the fact that everyone hated William Shatner <laughs> and Tim mm-hmm. Allen's playing a, a William Shatner type. But um, I don't know if that is. I don't know if it's going to work nowadays. I think no, I don't think it would. Uh, I, I I think if you were to do it, you would have to do it like almost. It would have to be like doing something that's more relevant. Exactly, like mm-hmm. it's something that's more relevant today. Yeah, like, like the boys' version of it or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, so I don't know. I I think it's just going to rely too much on nostalgia. It would be have to be so different that because sci-fi, sci-fi isn't isn't even like popular brand yeah well it, it is but not that type of sci-fi yeah i watched oh. 65 <laughs> no one watched it no one else watched it i mean i'm still yeah. i'm still uh, i'm still uh writing hard for for that type of sci-fi but i mean no people will, i i don't even know if people this is what people want anymore but i was gonna say people want more like um what was that show on on netflix that everyone loved it was an anthology show they did that stupid movie on netflix where you like choose the direction Oh, Black Mirror. Yeah, people want stuff like that. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's and we're we're it's more kind of a commentary on our well, society. We're yeah, in, which we're, makes sense, honestly, in a way, right? <laughs> it makes sense that people would want like stuff that comments on our days now and not, you know. I mean that that's the thing, man. People are keep are people want to go too much to the past, and they're going back to the things that were in the past that were like cult things. Yeah, you could have made a sequel to Galaxy Quest. I, maybe you still can, but I mean, I, I look. I didn't think I didn't think you could make a sequel to Top Gun. I thought that thing was going to bomb and ended up becoming one of the biggest movies of all time. But at least Top Gun was like one of was a huge successful movie. Galaxy Quest was always a cult film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we do Galaxy Quest: The Next Generation and just bring back some some uh, some of the originals for um, uh, members for just a cameo. But- but what would the story be? Would it be like these actors, like they're rebooting the show? They're rebooting Galaxy yeah. Quest the show? And yeah. I guess so. Maybe that could be it. And um, another planet's in peril. And or they, they come back. They, they, the, the, they come what, back looking for, uh, for, for, for Tim Allen. Tim Allen, because he, he saved the planet. And he's like, oh, half my team's dead. <laughs> we, need to, we need to recruit the actors from this shitty reboot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrible, but I'd watch it. Or they could go a whole different direction and have Justin Long star in the series where he, play, he reprises his character as a fan who gets nah, to... <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I mean, Justin Long's finally graduated out of the comedy phase of his career. He's now like a horror guy. Mm. I don't want him to go back to comedy. I, I, and so, I, I look if they make this movie, he's definitely coming back. He's not going to say no. Yeah, he's no. not going to say no. But I mean, I hope he would say no because I want him. I want him to step away. I, I think he should step away from comedy. He's not that little kid anymore from dodgeball. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of science fiction, sci-fi genre, let's talk about a little bit of what happened in uh, Star Wars uh, Celebration. A couple of big announcements. A couple of big movies are going to be announced or, or going to be made. Uh, but also, we got a couple. Or, of- no, no, not not made. I mean, I mean, potentially made. All right. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, da- well, Daisy Ridley's coming back um, as Ray. She's going to have her own movie. What was the other one? Fascinating. What was the other uh, project? Mandalorian. Mandalorian film oh. that's going to conclude like all the TV shows. Yeah, the Dave Filoni's going to direct that one, and uh, and then there was another project by the, 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 um, uh, 
Indiana Jones. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, James Mangold. James yeah, Mangold's going to direct his own Star Wars movie. And, mm-hmm. right. and, wh- and that was going to be like in the future or in the past? I don't even remember. I think it's going to be the very the origins of the Force, right? It's going to deal with the origins oh. of the Force. So it's going to be in the past, way, way, way in the past. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> the Star Wars lore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if that, that's true, that's, a good, that's actually probably a good fit for him. Yeah, a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, it, so it could be maybe like the Logan of uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe. And also, we got a couple of uh, trailers. We got a first look of Soka. And also, what was the other one? I forgot. Indiana Jones. Oh, the Indiana Jones. Yeah. Right, right. A new Indiana Jones Dial Destiny um, trailer, full mm-hmm. trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. So what is your thoughts on just what happened in Star, Star Wars Celebration? Uh, like, who cares, right? <laughs> I, I, well, look, I, didn't, I didn't even know this thing was happening. <laughs> like, when, when I saw this on YouTube, I was like, oh, when, are these like old videos or something? <laughs> like, are there, you know, sometimes these YouTube channels just like put up like archive videos every now and then. I was like, oh, they're, they're just putting up these like panels from like last year or whatever. I was like, oh, these are new. <laughs> and I saw like, I saw the trailers up. I was like, what the hell? When? Why was it wasn't this advertised? Why isn't anyone talking about this? But I guess it's just like no one cares, right? But uh, surprisingly, I actually, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I want to say I'm excited for these projects, but at the same time, I still haven't watched um Andor season three of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I want to watch Andor and Mandalorian season three, but I don't know. The last Star Wars projects were just so awful that i'm just kind of over the franchise right now yeah but um i mean i think all these projects sound interesting i i mean the james mangold movie sounds yeah uh, great i think i think doing a movie in the past for him is, is a it's a great fit at first i thought it was going to be like set in the future like two thousand years in the future i was like that's a horrible fit but mm. if it's the origins of the force that 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 could work and um the what was the other movie uh the the mandalorian finale or whatever in theaters directed by Fino, uh, Dave Filoni 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 it makes sense um, and it could be good um, I need to watch Mandalorian <laughs> season 3 <laughs> um, I, I, that's probably the one I care less about right and well, uh, yeah what's your feelings about Daisy Ridley Ridley coming back okay. as Ray well I'll say this I hated Rise of Skywalker. I I liked Force Awakens enough, and I, I'm one of those people that actually liked Last Jedi, and um, I feel like this. Oh man, I hate to sound like these like you know crazy people, but <laughs> I, I feel like that that whole like trilogy just kind of needs to be um, ignored or yeah. just yeah. It's forgotten. just because it it's just so it's just such a mess. Because look, I, despite the fact that people hate Last Jedi so much. You could have still saved that trilogy with that third film. And they just ended up making like the, the worst possible decisions you could have made. And it was, it was, the, I feel bad. Cause I, I liked the, the Ray character and I thought Daisy Ridley was really great in the role, but it was the I saddest think, attempt to please the, 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 the Reddit fan fans. Yeah. Yeah. It was the yeah the worst attempt at uniting fan bases. Chewie gets needed, his medal. They oh, just needed. To, <laughs> they just needed a complete. They just needed to make a complete trilogy. Just made something that 
I mean, you could put all the blame on Ryan Johnson for completely veering off what mm-hmm. maybe was supposed to be the plan. Right. But at the same time, why did JJ just like, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. He know? was trying, the, the thing is, he was trying to save the Force Awakens. <laughs> he tried to save whatever he did in Force Awakens. But, but he didn't do anything in Force yeah. Awakens. Nothing happens in that movie. Except just setting up a few characters. Right, right. I mean, whatever was established in The Force Awakens, uh, uh, Ryan Johnson just totally, ex- you know, just destroyed it. And mm-hmm. I think Rise, he was trying to please both, you know, with JJ was trying to please both films. Uh, and like, like it was so it was such a safe kind of way of, 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 of doing a movie, which was supposed to be your finale of this epic scape, you know, epic story. And it just kind of failed miserably. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm like, I, I don't hate Daisy, Daisy Ridley. I know I, uh, she's the best part of those movies. I, her and, and Adam, Adam driver, Adam I, driver. I, yeah. yeah. I think they were the best thing about those movies, but that's saying very little. <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> I mean, the character that's still, no, we don't well, actually, I feel bad saying this, What's even better than them? It was just really just a production of it, and like you know, the money that that Disney spent on it to <laughs> to, to to really capture the look and try to make it look like um like all practical, but while still using you know visual effects and yeah. all that. Like they really did a spectacular job at capturing the spirit of their or the look, I should say, the look mm-hmm. of the original Star Wars movies, but while modernizing it with you know with you know visual effects of today. And still making it feel practical. I mean, that that was a true achievement. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that wore off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. That like wore even, off kind of quick. <laughs> but I think it's so funny that even with three movies that we still don't know who is Ray, you know, uh, and she's still open well, for mean, a lot of interpretations. Uh, that no, could be a I good mean, thing they, for they this movie, They made it pretty though. clear, right? They made it pretty clear in the final film, right? Well, that, that she's no, a sky- didn't, actually, right? That she's oh, no, a Skywalker. They, they, they gave no. It, it was like some homeless people, right? Oh, right, 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 right. But I mean, she adopts the Skywalker name or whatever, and well, no, but I mean that doesn't count. <laughs> no, but I mean her her parents were just like some some homeless people, like they sold her for some for, for like some food. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even. I mean, she. I don't know. I don't want to like. Uh, go back and re-examine the, well, okay, the rise well, of Skywalker, okay. but okay, okay. But mm-hmm. uh, talking about this Ray movie, I think it's a good character, and I think there's still adventures you can have with the character. Yeah, I just think as far as you can stay away from this trilogy as possible, don't bring Poe Dameron into it. Mm-hmm. Don't bring uh, <laughs> John Bo- Boyega. <laughs> yeah, don't don't bring back Poe Dameron. Don't bring back uh, John Boyega because those. Then you're just like making another. Then you're just making you know a sequel to those movies. You that's, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's and true. That's true. Don't don't do that. You know, you, it's already it's already it's already going to piss so many people <laughs> off that you're bringing Ray back. Yeah, you bring those three those three back, but you don't bring Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Carrie Fit or whatever. Well, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, for the, I have no problem with them bringing back Ray for this particular movie, but I think it's just too soon. I think this could have been much better if it was. Like say, you bring her back ten years from now. You know, it's well, if you still- do that, then you might as well just recast it, right? Or just do a whole new character. Well, I think I think ten years from now, I think those those movies will have a little bit more. It, the you know the the dust will settle a little bit more, and people will have maybe a, a reappreciation of what those movies are. I don't think a lot of people are going to like those movies, but 
I think people are going to have at least a little more sensibility when we're discussing about those characters. Well, and, yeah, I mean, they do for the prequels. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, like the prequels are having like a new resurgence of like, yeah, it's not perfect, but they're at least they were, you know, it, it still it still was done by George Lucas, and he was still talking about a couple of things that made sense at the time. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with you, Mike. But at the same time, you have to also consider that you know. When, when, when the prequels came out, you know what? Like there was like Harry Potter and Spider Man, mm-hmm. maybe Batman, you could say. And I was like, that was it. Now there's like so many of oh. these like franchises. Yeah. It's like, do is Star Wars really going to be the one that they that kids like hold, you know, t- close to their chest? Like that's that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's their fault if they made good movies, and <laughs> maybe kids would hold these, you know, close to their heart. But I mean, back when, back when, you know, the prequels were coming out, there wasn't a lot of sci-fi to pick from, you know? So, I mean, if that was your thing, you know, let, me, that. let me ask you this. What, what, what franchise is, is more popular? Star Wars or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry right Potter now. right now. Because they screwed Star Wars so much. Well, they screwed Harry Potter up too with Fantastic Beasts. Oh, that's true, huh? HBO Max just announced that they're going to do a Harry Potter remake series. And so... Are they going to follow the same fate as the Star Wars uh, films? I mean, are they just going to fuck it, fuck up those franchises and totally blow it? And well, they might. People- they might fuck it up. They might fuck it up. Mm-hmm. But what's what's smart is it's not. You know, it's not like Star Wars where it was like literally episodes uh, seven, eight, and nine. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's d- tied directly into the original films. Right. We're bringing back all the OG characters. We're going back to all the original locations. You know. With Harry Potter, at least it's like it's a complete reboot. So it's like what the the you know the thing that people always say. It's like you've always got the originals. You know what I mean? And, and I, don't, um, I don't know who's in charge of that that division of Warner Bros. It's not. It's not got. It that's not it has nothing to do with um, with uh, James Gunn, right? No, no. So well, I pers- I personally think those those Harry that Harry Potter reboot for for HBO Max. I think. They want to capitalize on the success of Wednesday, and I think they want to. Co- yeah. uh, I think they want to combine Wednesday and Harry Potter because if you combine those two things, I think you could get something that's you know a massive success. But if you want to do that, you basically have to do the CW version of Harry Potter, mm. and that's gonna that's gonna be like you know that's gonna not be for me. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think that's going to be for a lot of people that grew up with the original Harry Potter, but uh, you will get a lot of them to come back and you'll get a whole new young audience, especially the audience that loves Wednesday and loves all the CW shows. They're all going to love it. But at least, uh, uh, I mean, uh, at least, you know, Harry Potter has something to work with a base. You know, they got the books to work with (laughs) Star Wars. They don't want to touch their books for some reason. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, you know, they're just throwing shit up in the air and see what, you know, floats. Mm-hmm. Well, which one has the force to? Well, it, that's not that's not par- that's not horrible as long as you know you're picking the right projects. No, it's horrible because look who's in charge. Well, that's what I mean. If you're if, if you're picking the right projects, it's fine. But I mean, like like you said, I mean, the person that's in charge is not picking the right projects. But the the person who's in charge has been been in charge for fifteen years already. <laughs> has it been that long? It's been yeah. pretty long uh, since the prequels, right? Or I mean, well, the, I mean, she's the, out anyways, right? Uh, don't put think, all the blame I, on her. I think you could put just as much blame on Bob Iger. 
No, I also J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> yeah. But it's J.J. Abrams is the, the, the higher gun. He, um, it's their decision to, to that I want on a total remake of the original. Do it. I still say, you know, we, we got to put more blame on Bob Iger because he's the one like making these demands. He's the one. He's the asshole. Everyone has to please. Well, you talk, you talk about Papa Iger. Mm. You're talking oh, yeah, about that the, the, the genius. Yeah, that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's anyway, that was Star Wars celebration. Yeah, so nothing, to, no, nothing to celebrate. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, let, let me let me put some positives out there. I think the Ahsoka trailer is awesome. I'm probably not going to watch the show with them. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, the new Indiana Jones movie. Surprisingly, I like the new trailer, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be better than the last Indiana Jones movie. That said, I, I might wait till it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> all right, I'll say this. Um, all right, the uh, Dave Filoni Star Wars movie. So far, I haven't seen anything Dave Filoni uh, that impressed me um, much with the, as far as direction. The Soka episode, right? The, direction. The Soka episode of Star Wars. Didn't impress Maybe me. Warren. Did not impress me at all. Okay. It, it, I thought I mean, he did a good job. Uh, I thought, I thought uh, the action scenes were some of the worst uh, um, action scenes I mean, directed just- on the series. It's basically his first attempt at doing action, though. That was a third. It was third attempt in directing. For Rich, yeah, but- for Rich, he wears a nice cowboy hat. Yeah, he stole it from Robert Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and and, um, and to do a movie mm-hmm. in this, in, you know, just to, it's basically to up the ante uh, um, to to, uh, to to do a movie. And so far, I haven't seen shit from him. So this Ahsoka series is supposed to be his baby. Right. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I believe he directs at least, you know, I'll say at least the first three episodes or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's totally in charge of this. So after watching this, I'll have my decision on that to see if the, uh, that has a chance well, at all. Well, what do you think of the Ahsoka trailer? It looked fine, but I like Rosario and, and I like, um, it's got a good cast. Yeah, yeah, it's got a good cast, but yeah, it looked fine to me, but you know, well, let's get uh, to uh, the real big story. Okay. Jonathan Majors. We have to go back and kind of go through the story again because it seems Jonathan like he- Majors is a major problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it has come out that he has been dropped by a couple of, of his uh, management team, his mm-hmm. publicists, I think, too. And so, and even I think he has been dropped by a, a upcoming film project. Yeah, he was he was uh, an unannounced Otis Redding biopic. Mm-hmm. believe it, the man in my basement which he was he was set to produce also oh shit man yeah so so a lot of people are just kind of leaving him alone now i don't know if it's, this means he is guilty we don't know for sure but it definitely doesn't look good for him and it seems like but the, the worst thing is that the, he's no longer invited to the met gala <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah. say ain't so oh. <laughs> i mean that that is a true tragedy because that means that he's been He's been dressing up like a complete idiot wearing like those pink outfits for no reason. I mean, why else would he be dressing up like a complete clown? You know, right? You know, in all these magazines. I mean, he he, he must have been really looking forward to this Met Gala. Uh, the, the G- Jonathan Majors was playing the game, right? So that's why he was in the. You know, he's he's wearing pink. He's doing these uh, magazines. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm and, and you know, I'm sure I'm sure he was gonna dress like he's a, kissing a, like, roses. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure he was going to dress wildly for the Met thing, but now all that's gone because of what had happened about this kind of allegations that he 
uh, beat up a woman, or, or I'm not even sure what was the the initial uh, complaint. Right. This is the, you know this is a this is a sign of Hollywood, right? You know when you're casting these big franchises, you can't cast actors that are you know really into this whole Met Gala because <laughs> they're all controversial. Yes. Uh, Ezra Miller, um, Jonathan Majors, Jared Leto, they're, they're all like you know Met Gala guys. There, there's the Don't common thread. There's there it is. Yeah. We broke we broke it. Anyone who's invited to Met Gala, you gotta look into their uh, deep in, in their uh, books and then see what kind of history they have. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, the, we're making fun, but I mean, yeah. the, you know, he has these kind of domestic violent allegations. It, it, initially, he said that that this was all phony. This was a, this was not true, and that that the woman recanted her 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 um her uh, story or whatever. Obviously, something happened. Like she lawyered up again or something. Like that. Someone someone must have or, got to her. Or, or, or there's to, other to, more allegations to, coming out. I mean, that's then, true yeah, too. That, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking because I we we heard before that there was more stories coming out, and uh, at first we were just wondering. You know, we got to wait and see if what what's true. We can't. There was nothing we could really talk about at the time. But I mean, to me, that is the fact that it is like. That his agency and his publicist dropped him. Yeah, they know something. They know information that we don't know. I mean, not, this, this isn't our you know information. We don't get this information no. first. You know what I mean? But they know something we don't know. We're not that inside flicks. But uh, 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 <laughs> we're but, actually um, outside flicks. That's yeah. why we changed our names to uh, the Movie Bros. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and uh, <laughs> but is it even possible that those were these were dropped? Just to save him financially, because he hasn't really, he hasn't um, earned that much money in his hands in his in his bank account right right away right away. I mean, I mean, oh, you mean in case he gets he, sued? He didn't, he didn't. He hasn't earned that big paycheck yet, right? You're saying in case so, he get, he's getting sued from financial in, in status. Case he, I mean, in case this this really does go to court and he has to pay for that shit. Is it possible that he fired the, these you guys because no? Because well, the, the they're, movie, they're basically <laughs> they're basically mouths to feed. I well, mean, the, the for news, doing nothing. The news is saying that he was dropped. It's not saying that he fired them. Like he was actually dropped as client as a client. But what, yeah, and and there were there were rumors that uh, uh, I I think I saw, saw this online that he they specifically thought that he was like they didn't want to work with him anymore, right? Mm-hmm. That he was just too difficult. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just. I'm just saying it could have been a little bit of a possibility, but I doubt it. Well, it yeah. comes through like a really bad time because this was the year of Jonathan Majors. He was coming yes. out and he was going to, you know, he had a, a movie where people were talking. He had multiple movies, right? Coming out that were no. uh, going to be Oscar potential films. Yeah, he has one, at least one movie that, the, that, was, that premiered in Sundance. It premiered at Sundance earlier this year. It was a, he was playing a bodybuilder in a movie called Magazine Dreams, and like a lot of people were saying that this was an Oscar-worthy performance. And he, you know, Ant Man didn't come out at the time, and people were saying that this was his year. And now Ant Man came out; it was a bomb, and still he had good press because no one blamed him for it. Uh, he, he but was the best part of the movie, even, even though I I thought he was kind of mediocre in it. <laughs> and so, and then. Like almost a week or two weeks after that, this happened and really kind no, of Creed happened. Creed happened. Oh, I, totally for, I totally forgot about Creed. Yeah, exactly. Creed. And everyone was again claiming claiming that he was the best thing about those 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 movies. And then boom, this happened and really just kind of pretty much wrecked his career, at least for a temporary temporary. Um 
I don't know what to say about it uh, other than, than that this is just bad luck. And and then, I don't know, maybe this has something more to say about how we kind of want to build our stars up. And then as soon as something happens, we want to tear them down as quick as possible. And maybe that's something more mm. about us as a society than, you know, what this guy is going through. I mean, um, and we still, we don't know the details. We, I mean, do we even know this was, that this domestic violence charge, was this really... Uh, was against uh, his girlfriend or I mean, we don't even know if he had a relationship with this woman. Uh, uh, and I, I, like, I don't even, I, I'm saying that I, we just don't know any kind of details about this, uh, this event or altercation. Well, Mike, like Denzel says at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Uh-huh. That's what he told Will Smith. This is what I hate about this mm. kind of stuff. Because yep. I know, I know that if Marvel drops him, there's going to be a month's discussion about race in this country again, and it's just really unfortunate. Really? Why? Because Ezra Miller's still on Flash. Oh, but, oh, come on! That's so stupid. I, mean, I know. It's, I know. It's Disney. I know. I know. It's Disney. But mm-hmm. it's coming. If I'm, I'm just saying, if Marvel does let him go, I think that's going to be a huge issue, and we're going to have oh my months God. of 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 cultural journalists talking about this and talking about the difference, how we see different people. And I'm just saying, I don't you know, know if, what though, mm-hmm. honestly though, though, if that happens, they're doing that for clickbait bullshit. I mean, no, oh, yeah. If, if you're, if you're writing an article like that, you're in the know, you know, what's going on, like about these type of things. You're not, you don't believe that, you know, it's obviously because, because Disney, you know, ha- they have to keep their family brand. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers doesn't give a shit. Warner Brothers doesn't have no family loyalty or nothing. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree with you. And, and, but I think, then why doesn't, why don't, why don't Warner Brothers hire Mel Gibson? Because <laughs> Mel Gibson isn't bankable anymore. And also Mel Gibson has not just one strike, but like maybe 20 <laughs> strikes against him. You know, how many times he needs Accusations. <laughs> No, I know, I know. Richard's a Mel Gibson stan. He loves the guy. Yeah, but, but, but Warner <laughs> Brothers is giving Mel Gibson another chance, right? Because he's making Lethal Weapon Five, right? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. They, they still they still take his calls. He's still a director. He still uh, appears in a lot of things. He's not like yeah. It's just he's not in anything good anymore. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's his fault. And you know what? His last movie he directed was really good. What was it called again? The uh, um Heartbreak Rich. No, that's uh, what, Clint Eastwood. the heartbreak kid <laughs> or whatever. That's, it was that's Clint Eastwood. Oh, that was Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it called? Well, whatever. The one with Andrew Garfield, the war movie. Right, yeah, right. That was good. Everyone expected it to be a giant Axel piece Ridge. of shit, right? Axel, Axel Ridge. Everyone, everyone expected it to be a giant piece of shit. It was pretty good. That was really good. It was a, it was a terrific movie, and and Garfield was excellent. I don't yeah, know. So, I mean, he he's, oh. he still got it. Never, never left. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> To, to quickly speak on on Mel Gibson, he has kind of a little bit of resurgence because R and R, R and R director Raju, R R R director Raju Mali, Ma, I forgot his name, Raju, whatever his name was. He's a big, uh, Mel, he's a big uh, Lethal Weapon fan. He's a big Mel Gibson fan. He said like like what was your what, who are you some of your favorite Hollywood directors? And he always brings up Mel Gibson as one of his influences and some of some of the, his films of, of that inspired him to do R and R R R R. So so there you go, man. So you know he was inspired by um, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, Passion of the Christ. Yeah, 
Um, but you know, to go back to Jonathan Majors, I, you know, it's it's unfortunate. It's sad. I, again, it's very tough to say what 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 was going to happen. You know, you know what I think Disney should do. You know what I think Disney should do, which I think would make everyone happy except Jonathan Majors. Just just don't drop him. Just you know, drop the character. Drop the character. Yeah, just you know, no one no one like. Well, in my opinion, no one should like Loki. That show was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And Ant-Man and the Wasp was an even bigger piece of shit. So, I mean, there's so much criticism of the latest phase of Marvel, and most of it's because of their multiverse stuff. Why lean into it more? Yeah, cut your loss. Yeah, just do something different. Absolutely. I mean, do, do, do X-Men. Do X-Men, do Fantastic Four. I mean, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the multiverse, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, they've ruined Marvel. <laughs> Maybe this is like the the best thing that ever happened to Marvel. They could like just walk away clean. I, I, honestly, this is what they should do, but I don't. I don't think they will. I mean, Kevin Feige has a stupid plan that he my five year plan, my ten year plan, whatever. <laughs> I got the next twenty five years of Marvel planned out. You know, so they they got to stick to their stupid guideline. <laughs> I mean, the smart thing would be to just you know, I I'd say reboot Marvel, reboot the whole thing. I, I, do do Iron Man again, but with like Tom Cruise or somebody. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I find it very frustrating when you're dealing with people. There, there are people out there who are just jumping on 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 little information and want want people to lose their jobs or or you know want to fire up things. And I, and like I'm not I'm not standing up uh, for. John Majors, I just don't know what what I mean. We just don't have we have no clue what's going on. No, we 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 don't. And I, I'm not trying to like necessarily point any fingers. I'm just trying to say to me, like if he's being dropped by his agency and his right. publicist, yeah. like his publicist, like you always hear about people getting dropped by their agencies or whatever, but their publicist really like that doesn't. That's that's smoke telling me something, mm-hmm. man. That yeah, smoke and, where fire is, yeah, yeah. It's not- it's not their his agency. It's it's his manager. But he's been That's dropped by. Worse. But he's been dropped by his his uh, future projects. So which, which is pretty bad. Yes. Which is expected. Also, though, with everything, I'm surprised he hasn't been dropped from those projects um, already. I mean, before. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would be it would be nice if it turns out all of this is bullshit and that he gets uh, he he the, the proof was presented and he gets off, but. I feel like that would have already happened by now. Here's a here's a controversial take. Does it matter? What do you mean? If it's true, let's say he is a, you know, and I'm not saying that you know he doesn't deserve. No, uh, if it's true, no, I you know what? Look, look, I, I I don't think it matters. But per, personally, um, I don't think it matters from a financial perspective. I don't think it would necessarily affect the, affect the movies enough. Um, because look, I'll, I'll just say this: there are so many times when we see like you know, uh, rappers or whatever appear in a movie or something like that, right. you know, for the first time acting the movie. And sometimes some of these rappers they they have you know, I mean, Fifty Cent, yeah. So I mean, like you know, and and he and he's very you know, a very unpolite person in interviews, very <laughs> you know, misogynistic, whatever <laughs> you want to say. I mean, hey man, he's worse. He's worse <laughs> than Jonathan Majors, and he's still working. He's still in. He could still appear in movies. And it's fine. They just so, announced, they just announced that he's going to be working with Mel Gibson next. Who? Fifty Cent. 
Yeah. There you go. Perfect pairing. Perfect pairing. Uh, perfect pairing. But I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, like, does, but Richard, let me ask you this. Does it really matter that, you know, that our actors are not, and look, I'm not saying that John Majors should get like a, a pat on the back. I'm saying, I'm saying if he is guilty, he should pay the penance. He should, you know, maybe if it's is. Hey man, it, sue, sue Marvel if it is. No, but I'm, saying, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, if, I'm just saying if Jonathan Major is guilty Steroids. of, 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 maybe, 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 but if Jonathan Major is guilty of this domestic violence, he should be, you know, pay whatever his, his penance is either jail time or, or, or a fine or whatever, whatever the courts say. But do we need our actors to be pure? To order to enjoy the entertainment. Well, the thing is, it's Disney. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's that. That's that's the thing. But, they dropped Ti once. Uh, once all the stories came out of a Ti and his wife and all the scandals, they dropped him. He's on. They they totally forgot. Even about though that, those yeah. characters, even though those characters didn't return for Ant Man three, they still brought back um, David Dismalchin for a for a voice. Uh, for a voice role mm-hmm. or just voicing an alien, they could have brought T- Ti back, but you know, he's he's not he's not invited back at Disney. Not after those controversies. And, uh, yeah, maybe and maybe you're right because Disney is a totally different studio than because they're the ones who dropped Gina Carano, mm-hmm. and uh, she she's just that was just a just a, that, yeah, know, a tweet. This or whatever. is way worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is way worse. Yeah. yeah, that was just a simple tweet and a, like a stupid tweet. And well, not only that, they warned her. Yeah, and she yeah. was, you know, well, that, that, that she was pushing, she, she wanted to get fired, but, <laughs> but, 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 but regardless, what Jonathan Majors did was, is a much bigger deal. Yeah. If, so, so it makes sense that Disney would drop him. But I'm just saying, uh, May 4th or whatever it is, it's not that far away. So it's just, unfortunately, this is just the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. I, I just, I'm just saying that I don't know. Maybe we're. we're I, I, I don't like the direction that we're headed. That you know, all our, our like people are want to watch their movies or watch their entertainment, and also have this kind of really stupid idea of like all these actors are like good guys or good people, and you know, who knows, man? I, we don't know who's who's behind this stuff. Oh I'm no, sh- I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I think most of these actors, you know, they've got. They've got skeletons in their closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think Leo Leo DiCaprio oh, Leo, doesn't have, have well, fucking skeletons? Known. Yeah. That's known. That's public. He doesn't even care that people know. You don't think, you know, Jack Nicholson famously, you know, Warren, but I mean, there's been a long list. And, and maybe that we're saying that maybe that's not a right thing. Obviously, it's not a right thing. But I don't know how much you could. I, 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 I don't know. Look, look, I, if someone wants, doesn't I want to. But also at the same time, I, I get if someone doesn't want to see a Mel Gibson movie, I get it. Yeah. Cause I, they're, they're, you know, I don't like Ryan Reynolds, right? You know, this, oh, I love Ryan bit, Reynolds. He's I, the best Ryan. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. He has the rep. He has the reputation in Hollywood as being the nicest guy ever, mm-hmm. but I don't mm-hmm. like his movies. So I, I get that if someone who, you know, has personal preferences and, and say that I don't want to support somebody for, for being who they are. That's fine because I don't like Ryan Reynolds movies and that's an irrational kind of uh, take. 
and you know, it's not like I go out and say I'm, I'm, I don't support him, but I, you know, maybe secretly don't support his movies. <laughs> you know, I don't like his movies. I don't like him. But I mean, he has like, like I said, he is. It's the opposite. You actually get you get angry when you like one of his movies. You're like, <laughs> yes. God damn it! I go, what's wrong with me? I have an existential uh, existential crisis when that happens. But I, <laughs> and then I, I go watch a Mel Gibson movie to help me out. <laughs> but you know, like, so I don't want to say like you don't have the right to not watch a movie if you think the guy's an asshole but i'm saying does it in overall does it really matter and how much do we have power over that i mean there's a lot of people who say i don't want to watch a chris pratt movie because he secretly votes for trump or he's a republican and i'm going i don't know man then i think that's a little bit setting the bar too low because obviously there's going to be people working on whatever film who have different ideas, different ideology, who knows who's the cameraman is, you know, the cameraman, no one really talks about the cameraman or the people behind the scenes. I'm sure they have records. I'm sure they have bad, uh, but when it comes to the actors, the faces of the movie, it becomes a big deal. And I just don't know if we should go. I, I think we idealizing these people t- to a point where it's, 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 um, negative it's just a bad thing i i I think we should take we should devalue their power and because i think when you idolize these actors you've given them too much power she should take away the power and just like see the movie as what it is a piece of work a piece of artwork and not necessarily a personal branding or something you know i don't know so you're saying no i i totally agree with what you're saying i think you're in big part you're kind of just like really mad and just like um like kind of like the hypocrisy of hollywood and how oh, they yeah. kind of just like always hiding stuff this is this is why i like that um that cohen brothers movie that everyone hates uh hail caesar because it's like about all of this stuff oh i gotta watch that i haven't seen that well it's like a comedy version of all this stuff <laughs> well that's but, why i, um, I kind of liked uh the last duel the ridley scott film because i think it's much more of a, a commentary on kind of our idea of public the, the the court of public op- uh, opinion like you know you're, you're getting two sides you're getting three sides of the same story and when the judicial system is corrupted and doesn't work you know this is i think what the point of the movie is it's like you're forced to go to the court of public opinion which is equally broken or equally it, it gets messy it, it doesn't become about the truth it just becomes about saving your own ass and saving about your own reputation and becomes less about the kind of the victim. And I think that's what hap- is happening with when we, you know, talk about Jonathan Majors or any kind of actor who has, you know, problems, you know, history of problems. It becomes less about the, the act itself, becomes less about the violence of itself, and it becomes more about should we promote people who are, it becomes more about personal branding and it becomes, you know, who should we support on a consumer level. And I don't think that's helpful. I I I I get what you're saying because like even like um you know before all this Jonathan Major stuff you know because I think the Jonathan Major stuff is a little, is a little different than what I'm about to bring up mm-hmm. or very different than what I'm about to bring up but um when the stories like first started to come out about like Ezra Miller yeah you know horrible stuff yeah horrible stuff no one's defending Ezra Miller <laughs> but uh, you know I think you know all all maybe maybe I don't remember Richard's reaction but I know me and Mike were always like kind of like. I hope this guy just gets help because he's clearly going through like some, you know, serious mental problems, but everyone's like, just like, no, just cancel him end his career. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, maybe talk about that later, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there's, 
there's some bigger problems going on right now. Yeah. And I would say the same thing with Jonathan Majors, if this is true and like he has, has to deal with some stuff and he, sh- you know, if it is true, then he, he should go to therapy. He should pay, you know, like if it's, you know, if it's big enough that he has to serve time, then serve his time, but, or, you know, pay a fine or whatever it is, but it's probably a fine probably. And, I, and he should go to like, therapy like mandatory yeah, therapy and, also, and stuff like that and but. also the, the other movie the movies he's being dropped from like they're i think they're more independent films right yeah. and i think that's more of a that's probably more like the filmmakers personally don't want to work with him you know what i yeah, mean yeah he becomes a liability yeah. to their to their you know well those film. movies weren't going to make money anyway <laughs> <laughs> well it was depend, it was dependent on his star power and right now his yeah. star power is Zero. Failing. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Well, also, the reason, or I mean, who knows, maybe the controversy will just make his star power even more. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> this is in uh, the they're replacing uh, Jonathan Majors with uh, Ray Fisher. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. They're, they're replacing uh, Jonathan Majors with uh, Kevin Hart. In <laughs> they're replacing uh, Jonathan Majors with uh, uh, Juicy Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> but like like the reason I bring this up because it you know there's a there's a show that we, we said me and Richard really love we talked about this in the last episode with how we much love the beef or beef which is the oh, Netflix yeah. series and there was a character who's cousin Isaac who's played by an artist guy named David Brilliantly played. Yeah, David uh, David Cho and recently, there were some allegations that came out about you know past uh, sexual assault allegations that he uh, said something on a podcast, and he has come. And this, these are old allegations that he uh, commented on, and and provided some details on about um, that, that that he made. He is a fabricated story. He claims that it's a fake story that he was putting on a story on the for the podcast, and he was trying to make a like a art piece joke kind of thing. And knowing about a little right. bit about him, because of uh, after the the show, I I saw a bunch of uh, interviews, and you know he's a guy who kind of loves Howard Stern, and I understand what he was. I think, uh, like still, I, I you know I don't know the guy, and who knows mm-hmm. if it's true or not. But if he is making a joke, I think he's doing like he was doing a shock jock bit, mm-hmm. and 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 but you know people are trying to use trying to weaponize this stuff to 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 cancel him and also cancel the show and and i i say for what what good because that show is so brilliant and it talks about you know so many different things it's the show is almost bigger than who he is as a person so i don't know if that you know helps the the cause you know because i i love the show so much and i don't think the the characters or the actors in those shows are bigger than the the show itself and i think that's why i have a strong reaction when 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 i see jonathan majors or whatever that we have a kind of a a quick reaction to this and maybe we should just all slow down and take a look and say well maybe the problem is that we idolize these people too much and really they should be just kind of like no different than the grip no different than the cinematographer because no one no one complains if the cinematographer has a record or have weird ideas you know actually i think they do i think they do now but (laughs) (laughs) but they do they do prep work or whatever they do like checkups and all that you know before the hiring well that that i mean it goes with the paycheck Mm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's why they earn the big bucks. Yeah. That's, that's their the, career. Well, that's the thing. Maybe, that's but, their, that's, that's the, that's their problem. I mean, yeah. 
They, I mean, they got to put themselves in the pedestal if they want to earn these paychecks. Mm-hmm. It's their fault. It's their own fault. And yeah, and I guess a lot of blame has to go with Jonathan Majors because he was also playing the game as well. You know, he put his mm-hmm. his his face there. He is mm-hmm. someone who wear the pink, you know, shirt or whatever it was and did the uh, did the, the the magazine photo shoots. So he is putting himself out there because he but then again, that's how the, the game is struck uh or or operated and it's structured around that. So I don't know. Yeah, you, any any actor should know that I mean, this is uh this is a, a career that could go could go like that. Yeah. I mean it, it, I mean so it's always walking on eggshells. And yeah, then just yeah. like you know, Will Smith, it's gone. Well, I know. Well, I don't like think Will Ke- S- Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, Kevin Spacey yeah, is I different. Know. I don't know. If Will Smith <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, and I and I always hated fucking Kevin Spacey. I just mm-hmm. I didn't know that he you was didn't this type of shit like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if something happens in a couple years time, and there's some story that came out about Ryan Reynolds, I go, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that's me with uh, Kevin Spacey because I, I've I've never I've never really liked Kevin Spacey. I've yeah. always thought he was like a very kind of overrated actor. Yeah, smug. He's a very and, smug and, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, that's just him in real life. I just I, mean like as an actor. Oh, as an actor. I think, that, I think as an actor, he was fine. He was good. No, he he always gave the same performance over and over <laughs> again, and he he's just got way too much praise for doing the same thing. Okay. Okay. Like, and and his his acting performance was no different than the smugness he gave in real life. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was good at playing himself. I wasn't shocked when I heard the allegations about Kevin Smith, Spacey again. I was, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, the specific allegations about what he did. Yes, that was shocking. But knowing that I he was, was very an, shocked. But, but knowing that he was an asshole, I did not think that was shocking. But but when it comes with like Danny Trejo, I mean, like, well, let's go. You bring Danny up a Trejo, good point. What did he do? Well, he he was he spent time in the pit in, in jail. I mean, he was a. Uh, yeah. He he did a lot of oh, bad but he, things. He, but I mean, he's like one of those like you know guys that turned his life around. You know, exactly. that's, what that's, what he, I, I, he, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want that's raping what, children. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I know. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. I want I want. I, I, I don't, is it fucked up that we were like a little then in life? We we're like, well, you know, he killed people, but he he paid his time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, well, there's there's been actors who killed people. Um, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yeah, Broderick. there you go. I mean, Matthew Broderick. And that guy, and that guy did not pay for his crimes. <laughs> Matthew Broderick famously jail. got in a car accident in the 80s. I think it was the 80s or maybe early 90s. He's more famous for this than Ferris Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> and he killed I uh, in a traffic jam. I mean, look, it was not intentionally. It was a it was an accident. And he killed a, uh, someone in the, in the car. I, mean, I don't know the exact details. I should pull it up. But yeah. uh, um, um, Brandy? Killed someone in a car accident, oh, yeah. Brandy. Uh, so there's been people who killed people who we don't say, let's get rid of them. You know, um, you want, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's. I think the whole thing is that, you know, they fought in in court or whatever. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's, the, it, it was an accident. You I mean, went through, you went through the system, which is, you know, unbreakable. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying it's, there, there's, I, I, uh, these are involuntary manslaughter cases. I'm, I'm just saying that. It's not like Fifty Cent. Um, I'm t- I, look at the, the the biggest star in the world right now is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I mean, look at his his career. I mean, I mean filled with criminal activity. <laughs> his his past. I'm just saying you got to give. I'm just saying no one's perfect. People are people. People are flawed, and people need time to grow. 
in time to learn. So all you're tra- so what you're trying to say right now is that you want James Gunn to bring back Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor <laughs> to the Superman legacy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I don't mind uh, if he brings back. Uh, um, I don't know Mel Gibson <laughs> as Jor-El. Yes. People need time. To, people. I'm just saying that I think as a society we we do better if we believe that people could be rehabilitated. That's all I'm saying. Simple as that. And I and also saying we shouldn't put actors on pedestals and we shouldn't give them any more power than they deserve. And which means they should we should just all treat them like like any other person on that on that film set. There's no big difference than than actors are no bi- bigger difference than say the grip or the cinematographer or the cameraman or the you know the script girl or whoever. Well, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I think that's about it for the, for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick recommendation: if you're a big fan of uh, the Last Kingdom, Netflix just uh, released Seven Kings. Must die? Is that what it was? Right. And it's terrific. It's a perfect uh, uh, finale for that series. It's a. It's a. Well, what what this is is a feature film finale for the show. It's a cult show um, that started on BBC America, or maybe just the BBC. And I don't then know if it's a cult show because it's number one. I mean, it. it I mean, it it's, isn't it's a very one. popular yeah. show, but it's not. It doesn't get the same kind of respect and say no, the Last of Us not. or anything like that. And I think maybe there yeah. is a bigger audience for it. Maybe I, I want to say. I'm, I'm hoping that some people just watch the finale and they go, "Well, that, that was pretty good." I mean, that was pretty. Good. And they go, "I mean, yeah. I think you need to know the show before you go watch the movie, the finale." But how many? How many people actually do that? I mean, I they, they just see the number one movie. All right, I'll try watching that. Well, okay. I think they would be lost. Well, I mean, I don't know. It was look, it was, it was a fantastic finale. It's filled with exactly what you need. It had action. Who's the main star? Alexander, Alexander, uh, yeah, Dremon, um, Dremon, Dremon, Dremon. Yeah, he's uh, a. I think this is probably the biggest thing he's done, and he's been working on this for like the last seven years or so. It was like five five seasons or four seasons. No, five seasons. I don't know. But this is, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been working on this character for a very long time. Yeah. And he's great. Since, 20, since 2015. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh. like, he, and he's fantastic. And he's the, he's the, you know, he's the center. He's the, 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 the thing to watch, you know, for the yeah. show. Gives an awesome performance. And then for those who don't know anything about the show, it's a medieval set uh, Saxons versus Vikings show mm-hmm. based on a popular books. And uh, it's just a fantastic series and a fantastic uh, finale. And yeah, yeah so, if you ever, if you ever get, if you ever gave Vikings a shot, you got to give this one a shot. So yeah, I think it's better than Vikings, right? Yeah. Because it, it, it just goes so quicker, so much quicker because the series is, it's only like 10 episodes each or something like that. So, and there's a lot of people who like the Viking series. And yeah, but some of it drags. Yeah, some of it drags. And it also goes to multiple generations. Here, you're, stick, you're, you're stuck with the one character, Uhtred of Bebenbar. Mm-hmm. Uhtred, son of Uhtred. And he's, he's, you know, it's like a, you know, it's a good yeah. evil action series that, you know, we're big fans of. And yeah, I had a good time watching it. Rich, you, what's your thoughts on, on, the seven kings must die. 
Yeah, absolutely. Give 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 Alexander Draymond. I mean, I really hope he's his name is in the, is in the running for some stuff, some stuff. You know, I mean, Bond or something like that. <laughs> I mean, something you know, <laughs> or yeah. Batman, Nick, or maybe Superman. Know. You want him in the Superman? He is American. He's a German, uh, but raised in America. So he has kind of a, a German American accent. He could play an American pretty good. Yeah, I think he he does have an American accent. I mean, he just got to you know be in America for long enough to yeah. get it back. <laughs> right. That's all. I'm just saying uh, that he is certainly lives in America now, and so yeah, he could play those these American uh, iconic American characters like Batman, Superman, or whatever. Or maybe he could you know play James Bond. Maybe he kind of fits because he was born in Germany. Maybe there because like. Obviously, we're never going to get an American James Bond, but maybe he fits in that kind of uh, weird um, stipulation or whatever, you know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Inside Flicks. Uh, thank you. And we'll be back next week and we'll be talking about more headlines and more movies that we watch. Thank you. And goodbye, everyone.